Have you experienced this spiral yet? Where your brain will spiral into, oh, you're just a terrible entrepreneur. You should quit right now. You should go back to your job. And that's not what we're doing here, folks. We're not doing that. We are setting ourselves up for success. Welcome to the Quiet Wealth Podcast, where we talk about money mindset, how not to be broke, simple step-by-step strategies to conquer your finances, and the entrepreneurial spirit that will get you there. Your host, Camilla Jeffs, has been a student of money for over 20 years. She started out broke and has built real wealth for her family through steps you can copy. Camilla is on a mission to help thousands of people just like you build true financial stability. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Quiet Wealth Podcast. And if it's your first time here, great, welcome. I'm excited that you have joined me to listen in on how to manage your money level two. This is we talk about when you get to the point where you're making a good income, you've gotten out of debt, you've conquered the financial basics, and you're looking around saying, well, now what? That's exactly what I'm here to do for you. So today's topic is one that I don't think is talked about enough. When you decide to go out on your own and have your own business and quit your W-2 job, what does life even look like after you have quit your job? Some of you might think it's a big party, right? Like, oh, party, here I am out doing this. Some of you think it's going to be like this mega vacation. You're like, no more worries in the world. And some of you, you just want to sleep for days, right? But what happens when all the fun and, and all of that stuff kind of starts to go away? Well, that's when the anxiety sets in because you are now responsible for all the decisions. You're responsible for your time. And sometimes that's scary. It was for me. I mean, before I quit my job, I knew I would experience a white space panic. And what's a white space panic? Well, in my W-2 job, I was an HR professional and I had no white space on my calendar, meaning I had back-to-back meetings. I had back-to-back calls. I had back-to-back things that I had to be working on. Like my day was prescribed for me, but as an entrepreneur, I knew that as soon as that got, I was done with that, I would start come in and I would come into my office and I would be looking at a blank calendar. And that was very anxiety inducing for me because I was used to waking up and looking at my calendar for the day and be like, okay, here's exactly what I need to do. But if I was going to transition to be an entrepreneur and now be have responsibility for that, I needed a solid plan because I wanted to recreate that feeling so I could really ease into entrepreneurship. So the feeling of like getting up, having the schedule dictated for you, I knew I needed to recreate that so I could really feel better about being an entrepreneur. First off, you have to make regular planning a habit because the best offense against hectic and unproductive days is a good offense in the form of a daily planning ritual. So we're aiming for calmer, more focused productivity that's going to leave you feeling accomplished and happy at the end of the day instead of frenzied and wondering if you got anything done and you're like, look back at your day and you think, I know I did a lot, but what did I actually accomplish? But before we do this, I want to address a common myth around motivation. Most of us are not motivated to do what we need to do. 
You cannot wait for motivation or inspiration to strike you. You have to act first and then motivation follows. That's why having a daily planning ritual is so important because some mornings we wake up already feeling motivated and refreshed. For me, that's Monday mornings. I love Monday mornings because I feel like I, f- I wake up and I'm just super ready to go and just and, and get to work in my business. But a lot of the mornings we wake up tired, we're disengaged, we just want to go back to bed. We just think, oh, can I really do this? But those are the days that it's the most important to have a plan because then you don't have to rely on motivation. You rely on your discipline and you rely on your plan to move yourself and your business forward. So a really easy way to help you plan every morning is just to simply set an alarm in your phone. Alarms can be used for so many great things during the day. It's not just to wake you up in the morning from sleeping. So set an alarm in your phone for a certain time time, and you can even pair it with another ritual you have. Like maybe you, you drink coffee in the morning or tea. For me, I make my morning lemon honey tea and then I sit down and plan while I drink it. I also do this away from my desk to keep distractions away because I don't, I know that being in my regular environment doesn't help me think as clearly as maybe being away in a different environment. And I do it by a window because I like to look outside because let's face it, I'm a daydreamer. I love just looking outside and having nature right there by me. So this planning session should be based around your goals. And as a new entrepreneur, it's important to set goals, but please don't set too many goals. Like, we want to keep this simple. I want you to set two goals for your business and one for your health. And all three of these should be accomplishable in three months because then you're going to break down those big goals into shorter tasks, right? So for example, if one of your goals is like to get in shape, well, you can't really put that on your daily task list, get in shape, but you can add tasks like walk for 30 minutes or do a 20-minute yoga video, things like that. And then after you have your tasks listed, you kind of look at your week as a whole. You might have a really long task list. Try to keep it short because there's only so many hours in the day. And the goal here is to work less, not more. So Sunday evening or Monday morning are really great for doing a weekly planning session. And then you schedule out the days and times that you're going to work on each task. So I'm going to walk you through what this looks like for me as I as I did it. So Monday mornings is my most important creative work for the week. Because remember, I'm, I'm refreshed. I love Mondays. I'm one of those weirdos that love Mondays. So I make sure that I have my most important weekly task on that Monday morning. So things like writing scripts for videos or researching information for my podcast or working on my book or analyzing a deal things like that, right? So I chunk two hours for this creative time. And then Monday afternoons, I will do email. I'll take meetings. I'll have meetings with my team to make sure everybody knows what the focus is for that week. And then Tuesdays are for problem solving and external meetings. On Wednesdays, I don't take any meetings or do creative work. I set that day aside for me to have a break and do errands around town or meet with people in person. So I can go meet with a fellow investor that who's looking at, at, you know, getting into a property or somebody who wants to invest in one of our big projects. I can go meet them for lunch or coffee or, you know, anything like that. Thursdays are my recording days. So I try to schedule like my podcast and video recordings on this day. 
That way I know that I need to look good. <laughs> and I show up with a really a different energy than when I'm just, you know, typing behind my computer. And then my Fridays are for finance reviews. So make sure I track my finances and understand what's going on in the business. More problem solving and more external meetings. So notice that's just kind of a sketch of the week. I haven't done like my detailed planning, like script episode 47. That's saved for the daily planning. So the in the mornings when you do that. And remember, you need to schedule your goal-oriented tasks first, because that way you're you're sure to work on them rather than letting all these other tasks kind of take them over. Like, for example, this script right here that, that I'm working on, I'm writing it in the morning because I know as soon as I start tackling my to-do list, I'll never return back to prepping for this podcast episode. So I have to be really disciplined about my goal-oriented tasks. Now, I know I get it. Most of us start our mornings with a thousand things we need to get done. But I'm going to suggest that you pick just one big task per day. I know it's kind of counterintuitive, but it's actually a secret of productivity. At the beginning of your day, think about what you hope is going to be the bright spot. You know, if someone comes and asks you, what was the highlight of your day? Or, or, or what did you do that you're super proud of today? What do you want your answer to be? And if you finish one big task in a day, you're already miles ahead of most people. Then imagine if you finish five big tasks in a week. Hey, can you see how easy it will be to achieve your goals? Now, the first two weeks as an entrepreneur are crucial. You've got to think about easing into becoming an entrepreneur and you have a whole host of mindset shifts that you have to make. And, and again, it's not talked about enough about how to really actually structure your days, how to get things done that you need to get done. And so for me, as I eased into this, the first two weeks, I took that first two weeks and I mapped out every 30 minutes. Now that didn't mean I was working every 30 minutes, right? Like maybe this, maybe 30 minutes at 1230 on a Tuesday was a break for me. And I scheduled in lunch and I scheduled in a walk with my dog, you know, all of those things, because I wanted to wake up and have that schedule dictated for me rather than sit there kind of wondering what I should do and then hanging out on Facebook all day. Because it happens and it has happened to me as an, as an entrepreneur and, and I haven't been as productive. And then I get to the end of the day and I'm like, oh my gosh, Camilla, what are you doing? You're not really moving yourself forward. You're not doing it, getting the, the business forward. And are you, and then your brain like spirals. Have you experienced this spiral yet where your brain will spiral into, oh, you're just a terrible entrepreneur. You should quit right now. You should go back to your job. And that's not what we're doing here, folks. We're not doing that. We are setting ourselves up for success. There are huge benefits to putting together a solid plan like this. For one, it's going to help you exit your job in a less stressful way. And for two, it's going to start you off on a solid foundation to becoming a successful entrepreneur. That is the goal. My entire course, w 2 Entrepreneur, is formulated to launch you as an incredible entrepreneur, regardless of the business that you have chosen, because you're going to have the habits the discipline, and the tools necessary to be successful. So be sure to check out the course. I'll link to it in the show notes. You've got this. I believe in you, and I can't wait to see the impact you make on this world. Bye for now. 
Thanks so much for joining us on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other juicy episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, wishing you much success.